Hey guys, I'm Evie. And I'm Ellen. Welcome to our advice podcast, where we talk about all of life's problems submitted by you guys. Yeah, we've had some great submissions so far, so keep them coming via the link in our Instagram page. And remember, the more detail, the better the advice. So keep them juicy. On today's episode, we'll be discussing a selfish boyfriend, assumptions about men, and a compulsive liar. Should we get into it? Let's do it. All right, Ellen, what's the first question? Okay, first question. Here we go. So this person has written in and has said how to deal with a selfish boyfriend. I've had horrible stuff happen to me, but so much shit comes up because he always makes it about himself. He knows he's in the wrong. He's always sorry. Do I leave? Do I stay and work for it? Mm. Um, What's your thoughts? Well, so this is kind of my interpretation of the situation Mm. is that this person has had some horrible stuff happen to them. It does sound like something major has happened. Yeah, I think, if I remember rightly, the the horrible is in, like, capital letters. So I think, obviously, we don't know. It doesn't really matter. But obviously, something has happened that's affected her in a pretty dramatic way. And basically, it just sounds like her boyfriend isn't being supportive. Potentially, they're not doing that by choice. Like, they're not on purpose... But they are making things about yeah. themselves. Because my ori- original reaction is that he's trying to, like, sympathise or comfort her by, like, you know, trying to relate. Yeah. And trying to be like, oh, you know, that's also happened to me. Um, I can totally understand where you're coming from. And that can kind of be perceived in a way of, like, that he's trying to make it all about him, but really he's just trying to, like, comfort her. Yeah. But I think... I- I've got a bit of a different opinion because, like, it says he knows he's in the wrong. So it kind of sounds yeah, like that's true. he's just focusing on his problems and instead of trying to support her, he's just like, okay, well... He's I've... just projecting. Yeah. Yeah. And so this kind of leads to the point of what more can this girl do? Well, especially if he's acknowledging that he's doing something wrong, then it's like he's either going to improve or he's just going to stay the same. And if he's just staying the same, then, like, yeah. I'm sorry, but, like, there's not much you can really do. Like you, And potentially, like, if he is just by nature a self-centred person, how mm-hmm. much can he actually change that? I think it's important for, like the person who wrote the question to really reflect on what she wants out of the relationship because if she really Mm. really needs that person right now as a support then like I don't know maybe this isn't the right relationship for you because he's obviously not doing what you want him to do yeah however if you have a larger support base outside of the relationship friends family potentially a psych I don't know maybe it's potentially another boyfriend <laughs> yeah look look into polyamory I don't know <laughs> open relationship um no but potentially look into just in- yeah. investing in other people for support and maybe your relationship just isn't that thing I don't know I just think you should maybe weigh up what you really want out of the relationship yeah I think it's a pretty reasonable expectation to expect expectation to expect (laughs) that your partner is gonna support you emotionally yeah like obviously not through everything like shit happens and to a certain extent you need to be able to 
um, like, work through your own problems, but, like, something horrible has happened to this person. Mm. They are not getting the the, the support they deserve, yeah. it sounds like. I also think, though, it is really important for you to work on yourself. And if you mm. haven't really... It seems like you've still, you're still caught up in this, like, kind of trauma. And if you haven't worked past that, I don't know really if you should be investing your happiness in someone else Mm. um maybe it's time to just take some um time and a step back and just work on the problems that you've got maybe that doesn't mean ending the relationship maybe that just means taking a step back from the relationship working on your your own stuff separately and maybe then it wouldn't be he doesn't he won't feel as much pressure to really like provide that huge support it won't put a strain on your relationship especially if he thinks he's doing he knows he's doing a bad job at supporting you he yeah. said that he knows he's doing a bad job so maybe he just like maybe you just need to take a step back yeah that's actually a good point like if the person who wrote in is expecting that their boyfriend be their one and only source mm-hmm. of all their support that's not really healthy 100% because like, and you can't expect everyone to know how to respond, especially, like, I know there are people in my life that I'm just not really going to talk to about certain things because I know they won't mm. offer much help. Mm. Whereas I know there's other people in my life that will be the best help. Yeah. And you use different people for different types of advice. Yeah. For example, you use us for these <laughs> types of questions. But Yeah, like... I think, like, you use different people for different parts of your life and Mm. you shouldn't expect someone just to know how to deal with something, especially if it's something super serious. I don't know how serious this is, but... But on the other hand, if they are, like, talking to other people and their boyfriend just isn't... Well, I don't know. It does sound like he's just not being any emotional support. He's making things about himself. Yeah. And I just think that like he has to be he he's self-aware that he's he's saying he's he's sorry, he's saying that he's bad. He's doing something wrong. Like that's why I think that maybe he's just struggling to really su- like to be supportive and he doesn't know how to support her. Mm. Um but at the end of the day, I don't think you should be in a relationship with someone who can't give you any support. If that's what you need. Yeah. So I guess what we're saying, what we've kind of come to the conclusion of is you need to look at whether you want that person as your support or whether you want to look at outside support. And if you decide that you need a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, as a support. Hmm. Which is a reasonable... It's fine. Like, expect, that's that's. I fine. definitely expect my boyfriend to be yeah. a source of support. Yeah, whereas I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I would, I would try and, like, do things, like by myself yeah but like that's different for everybody if you make the decision that you really want a partner that's really supportive then maybe this relationship isn't really for you but i don't know maybe educating him on what's up and like getting him to read i feel like she she's already tried to do that though has she she wasn't written in the question yeah but she she just said that they've talked about it yeah but i don't know like yeah i think that that's the option i think she should Maybe put a time limit on it, mm. as in be like, okay, love an ultimatum. <laughs> but yeah, like, we do love an go ultimatum. <laughs> tell your boyfriend, just be like, look, we've got this problem. It's not being solved. I need this in the. If she decides that that is what she needs, yeah, I need this in the relationship, and that's not what I'm getting right now. I want to give us another month 
to work on. give you the chance to really try and work on this. But yeah. if you can't be the support I need, then, like, I'm sorry, I love you, but I can't be in this relationship. Yeah, and see what he says because a lot of the time you can tell someone's commitment to something by giving them these kind of things. Like, if he's like, I'm going to work so hard to keep you and fight for this relationship, but if he's kind of like, yeah, that's fair, you kind of do gauge mm. where he's at as well in the whole relationship. Um, but be prepared that he potentially won't change. A hundred percent. And in if that's the case, then, yeah, I think it is time to leave the relationship. But this kind of comes to another thing of if you are going to leave this relationship and you've had this horrible stuff happen to you, you really need to, mm-hmm. like, have outside support as yeah. well. because Especially if you're relying on this person for a lot of support and you decide that they're not like not for you then you need to have that backup support because otherwise you're going to be worse off than if you were just in the relationship yeah because you're going to be trying to deal with one the horrible stuff that's happened to you and two a breakup like yeah and I'm never going to be that person that won't suggest therapy like if you are speaking to a psych that would be the best thing to do yeah especially if it's something quite traumatic um but friends and family yeah you're gonna have to have a supportive network around you to yeah Support you through support the breakup and the, break the horrible up and stuff. The horrible stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, so as a debrief, <laughs> decide what you want your relationship mm. to be. Whether that's a su- one that's super supportive or whether that's maybe one that's less serious. <laughs> From there, you can decide whether that person is going to be yeah. um, good for you. And you can do that through giving them a little bit of a <laughs> ultimatum. <laughs> You've got one last chance, boy. Yeah. And if they don't, then make sure you have support there around you to help you through. Yeah. But it does kind of sound like leaving is probably what's going to happen. So good luck to you. Yeah, good luck because breakups fucking suck. (laughs) Make sure you're stocked up on chocolate and, I don't know, Bridget Jones. (laughs) (laughs) But you can do it. And feel free to keep us updated with what happens. Please give us an update. Please, please. Thank you. What's the next one? Um, hello friends. I went to a house party on the weekend and got absolutely mortal, like trashy drunk. (laughs) I already (laughs) love the start. Haven't we all been there? (laughs) Anyway, some guy that I'd never met before was into me and he offered to drop me home. I was like, hell yeah, because I'm too poor to pay for Ubers. So got in his car and went to mine. And we pulled up to my house and he was like, I'll wait here and make sure you get in safe. Have a good night. And then I went to bed and passed out lol. Looking back on it now, he could have easily taken advantage of me. Like, literally, I got in a stranger's car and told them my address. And I'm so fucking surprised he didn't, if I'm honest. So why I'm telling you this story is so you can discuss how fucked it is that I just assume men will take advantage of me while I'm drunk. The end. Wow. Wow. (laughs) A lot to unpack here. I feel like... All these questions have multiple subsections in them and they're just trying to mess with our brains. My first instinct on this is um, that you aren't alone in just in like being this type of girl who goes to parties and or goes to goes out drinking, gets drunk and gets in a stranger's car. And by no means should you feel guilty. Yeah. Because I think that's the first 
thing we think of the next day is like, wow, that could have ended really badly or blah, blah, blah. And that's a lot because of like, we hear horrible stories. Mm. Um, but don't feel guilty for getting drunk and getting in a car with a guy because at the end of the day, it was fine. And, and yeah. the fact that you're very aware that something could bad have could have happened is yeah is a good thing some people might find this a little controversial but i it's not your fault that you assume men will take advantage of you and don't be like wow this is fucked that i have this belief because like there are some terrible men out mm. there and it kind of does sound like you have been taken advantage of in the past yeah and that is not your fault that is their fault at the end of the day like that's what I'm saying. Like, she shouldn't yeah. feel guilty for getting into a stranger's car. Like, yeah. that's... Look, it's probably not the wisest choice, but we get into Ubers all the time. So, like... Yeah. yeah. Like, you know... And you run that risk in everyday life. So, you know, don't feel guilty for getting into a stranger's car because I think you, you... If you felt guilty for every stupid thing we did, we, would, we wouldn't be able to live our lives. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, at the end of the day, nothing bad happened. Yeah. And, like, I think... I think we sometimes downplay our character judgment. Like, we all know that guy at a party that's kind of weird. Yeah. Or that guy at a club that's been hitting on you the whole night and yeah. has offered to buy you drinks and, and you just get a weird vibe. Yeah. Obvious. He's by himself. He yeah. doesn't have any friends. <laughs> or he's trying to get Fraser to <laughs> give a rando drink to us. Mm. Yeah, look, we all know that we've had those inst- as girls I don't know the boys in the listening whether they've had the same experience they could do but we've all had those times where we've been like oh my god avoid that guy like get him away like he's bad news we have good instincts and you can be fucking blackout and still have those instincts I feel like your inhibitions may be lowered but we have good flight or fight responses just naturally um so obviously at the time like you judged his character and his character was all right. Like, at the end of the day, he was a nice guy. Yeah. He waited for you to get in safe and, like, you know, potentially he wanted something to happen, but, like, it didn't and he didn't force himself to just be happy that you made that good decision. Yeah, and I think, like, while there are shitty men out there, Mm. I think we, like, I think everyone needs to remember, like, there are shit humans and there are good humans. Yeah, and it's not even just a gender thing. Yeah. Because... Evie is a shit female. <laughs> but... Look, no, no, seriously. Um, but, like, this is a good guy and there are plenty of good men out there. Like, I would like to think all the men in my life who I know really well, they would all do the same thing. Yeah. Because... I don't know. Are we setting the bar too low for men? We're yeah. like, oh, look, you didn't take advantage of someone. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Like, you didn't, like... Yeah. But... It is It is a low standard. And look... But look, no, that is really nice of him to make sure that you, you got home safe. And do you know what? Like, it would be different if he was like, no, I'll get out of the car and walk you in. Like, that is kind of like, all right, overstepping. Yeah. But all he was like was, there, I'll wait in the car and, like, wait, make sure you got in. Like... I don't think, I just think that sometimes we wait for bad shit to happen mm. or we reflect on something and we're like, wow, something bad could have happened. And it's like, and it, it is like this kind of 
controversial, but it is this over-representation of violent crime in the media. Read my paper on it if you want. (laughs) Comment below (laughs) if you want a copy of that paper. No, but, like, it is. Like, we see so much of this bad shit happening in the world that we just assume it can also happen to us. And, like, like you said, if you're surrounding yourself with good people, majority of the time that won't happen. Not to undermine people's feelings because at the end of the day if you're feeling like that maybe call an uber yeah so i don't know i wouldn't say that it's completely fucked that you assume that men will take advantage of you like i think you just do need to remember that there are good men out there and there are bad men as well so know your fucking self-worth yeah like like yeah you, you obviously have a bit of like like a confidence lacking thing if you think that someone's just gonna treat you that badly yeah you know like know that you're yeah a good person with high standards with morals with yeah you know yeah you get drunk but that doesn't make you skanky or slutty or easy yeah you know that doesn't mean that you're easily taken advantage of no one deserves to be taken yeah advantage of and, you know, if you have been taken advantage of or it happens in the future, like, know that that is 100% not your fault. Yeah. Like, that is on the man or yeah. woman who takes advantage of you. Yeah. And, like, know that it's okay to be, like, to to get drunk, but also if you're concerned about it because you're going to a house party where you don't know people, maybe either don't drink as much or have people around you that you know will keep an eye on you if you're that concerned. But I'm never going to be that person that's going to be like, we shouldn't drink just in case a man takes advantage of us because at the end of the day, like, yeah, it that's the onus is not on us at all. But if you're that concerned, yeah, I don't know, something to think about. But... Yeah, I agree. Like, I just think that sometimes us women, like, we just lack confidence and we just think that, like, men are going to shit all over us. And it's like, know that you, if you remember it, you would have been able to slap him off and, like, go absolutely fuck off. Like, you're strong enough to do that. Yeah. And I don't know. It's one of those things that, like, it sucks being a woman sometimes because we think these things. But in reality, yeah, I don't know. All right. Wow. Okay, so we just had, like, a lot of relationship stuff. Not relationship, but, like, male-female stuff. Mm. But I think the next question, if I remember rightly, is... A friendship one. And, oh, my God, haven't we all been in this situation before? I actually haven't really read this question deeply. Ellen kind of just mentioned what the premise was. So I'm intrigued to hear... All right, let me read it out. Okay, so I have this friend who I love a lot. (laughs) I love it when females do that. They're like... They have to be like, no, I love them so much. I love them so much. But but... here's a paragraph about why I hate them. (laughs) Wow. So it literally starts off, okay, so I have this friend who I love a lot, but... But... I kind of feel like she's a compulsive liar for attention. She always has, quote, diseases... And doctor's issues and boyfriend's issues, boyfriend issues, and is always in debt. And I'm at the point where, like, I don't know how to help you anymore. I went through 
some shit recently, which was fucking awful. And now she's trying to tell me she's had a miscarriage, but she's so misinformed about it that I know she's lying. I feel like she's super focused on status and looking happy to the outside world, but she's also a major attention seeker. I was thinking maybe suggesting she sees someone to help her with her issues. Oof. Woo. Wow, I didn't, I definitely didn't read the end of that question about the miscarriage as well. Yeah. Wow. Fuck me. I can speak from experience. I've been, not for a long time, but I used to have a friend in high school who was a compulsive liar. Mm. And even now, some of the stuff, yeah, to be fair, like she had quite a dysfunctional upbringing and I think that was where it came yeah. from. But, um, yeah, she would lie all the time. She'd lie about stupid stuff. Like, Coming from <laughs> a hypochondriac. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think that being a compulsive liar, thinking that you have diseases that didn't you didn't, and, like, I've been there, I always think I'm dying somehow. Ellen knows that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think it comes from a place that is kind of, kind of dysfunctional, which means I don't think she's doing it intentionally. No, I think there's a difference between you and this girl. <laughs> no, because, like... Because if you're, like, lying to the point where you can't control your lying, that is something that is potentially, you yeah. know, I need to but you don't, on. yeah, but you don't lie about your health problems. You genuinely believe <laughs> that they're real. But what if she genuinely believes that she had a miscarriage? I think you can tell the difference. Like, because, <laughs> no, this is just talking about your problems. <laughs> well, go back to the first question. I'm just making it all about me. Um, no, but I think there is a difference because you're not, like, you genuinely believe, well, actually, look, you're not even that bad of a hypochondriac. But say, no, I just went through a phase. Yeah, but say you are sick, you genuinely believe you're sick, and you're not running around telling people, oh my god, I'm really sick, trying to get attention from them. Right. You do kind of keep there, yourself. Okay. But this is, that's her interpretation, She's interpreting that this girl's doing it for attention. Yeah, but it seems to be more than... Like, she's posting it everywhere and shit. Yeah, and it's more... It's not just restricted to medical issues. There's do- <laughs> there's boyfriend issues. Yeah. And, I don't know, you can tell the difference between yeah, someone who yeah, genuinely yeah. believes they're sick and someone who is yeah. doing it for attention. Yeah, well, I feel like honesty is always going to be my answer in these kind of things. Just, like, approach her about it if you're that upset about it. But, honestly, if it grinds you that much and you love her but honestly, just cut her off. Is that cutthroat? Look, I think she's got two options. The first one is confront it, but be prepared that she's going to deny it. So I And would... she's a compulsive liar. She probably has, like, already excuses. Yeah, but I would wait until you 100% know she's lying on something and it's something you can call her out on. Yeah. and try Especially and... in things like miscarriages because the last thing you want to do oh, is yeah. be like like that person <laughs> that's going like, you fucking made up that you had a miscarriage and she genuinely had a miscarriage. Yeah, you got to wait until you know she's 100% lying about something and then and just, just be... call her out. Yeah. Try and do it in a non-aggressive way, cause but this is definitely. A but that's because you're option. passive. <laughs> Me. Well, no, like, but, like, 
Because I guess she could say something and you could, like, just make a joke of it. And it's, like, you could be, like, oh, is this just one of your, like, over-exaggerations? <laughs> no. But that would be salty app. Like, if someone did that to me, I would, I would be, like... <laughs> no, I would be, like... So, for example, she lies about something. I would be, like, oh, look, like, rem- like you said this and I know that's not true. I'm not trying to have a go at you or anything, but... I have kind of noticed that you've done this before and as your friend, like, I want to, like, help you out with this. It's not healthy to lie about stuff. But to be fair, what she, I'm pretty sure she's just going to deny it. Well, yeah, because if she's a compulsive liar, she's going to be like, she's probably going to be like, why the fuck are you telling but me this? I also had another friend in high school who was the same compulsive liar. Basically, she made up this huge lie and all of her friends found out and it was an awful experience for her. Um, but she got absolutely called out. Her friends like cut ties with her. Mm. And after that, she never lied again. Yeah. Wow. But everyone's different. Look, you can't predict how she's going to respond. And that's why like, yeah, confronting the issue is probably like a brave move because you've kind of got to be prepared that she's might not have a good response and that, (laughs) <laughs> it could just blow up in your face. And if you do love her, you might lose a friend that you really yeah. love. That's why I'm kind of leaning towards option two. Ellen has thought this through. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I'm going to apply some psychology principles here, but stop reinforcing the, the behaviour. Stop engaging with it. If she posts something and she's like, oh my God, I'm at the hospital. Don't do anything. Don't reply. Don't, like... Mm. If she brings it up directly with you and was like, oh my god, yeah, I was at the hospital the other day because, I don't know, I had this problem. Just be like, oh wow, that sucks. And then do what the boyfriend in the first question did and make something up about you. But like, obviously it sounds like you know the difference between when she's making something up Mm. for attention. Like, if she's got a genuine problem, 100% like support her, but stop. That's actually pretty good advice and stop reinforcing the behavior yeah because basically it's like there's this theory called positive reinforcement Mm. and so when she's making up these lies she's doing it for attention and by giving her that attention you're giving her what she wants and so then she's just going to keep engaging in those behaviors what i'm worried about though with that thing is that i don't know if you have a huge friendship group or not but maybe you need to let the other girls in the friendship group know about this potential method because if the other girls are still reinforcing the behavior and you're the only one not she's probably just going to stop liking you and you're probably just going to isolate her as a friend so like I don't know if this is just a like if it's just you two or whether you have like a group of friends but maybe you could discuss some ideas with the other girls or girls and boys and like potentially get on the same page about it because the only thing that I can think of that wouldn't work is if she just stops engaging in the things yeah. and then everyone else yeah. keeps going oh my god what's wrong and then <laughs> she just looks like a shitty friend and then that like this friend is just gonna yeah. not but that's why I think it's either. important that she still supports her when she knows there is a genuine problem but how often do people have genuine problems <laughs> but do you know what I mean like yeah well 
But I don't know. People do have genuine problems, like your knee injury. (laughs) Thanks for putting that in there because we'll talk about that later. (laughs) But like, if I thought you were lying about your knee injury, I'd be like, whatever. Wow. She has said that a few times. (laughs) (laughs) Mainly out of just she can't deal with it, me complaining anymore. But I can a hundred percent. Not lying. I wouldn't spend so much money on the fucking Yeah, but see what like you know yeah, when yeah, yeah. something is a genuine problem. Um, I'm pretty sure you're not wearing all that tape for fun. It's a bitch to take off. I would never do that. I'd be a sadist if I if I wanted to. Um oh, fuck, I was gonna say something else, but I can't remember. Yeah, look, I I do agree. I think you've got I think there's three options then. There's Oh. The original idea, which was just a ditcher. <laughs> which, look, not for everyone. <laughs> and then there's... The second option is calling her out. Calling her which out. Which is risky. But you know what? If you're really good friends, wouldn't it not be risky? But basically you're calling out your whole friendship. No. But you said that like people still go to people for genuine problems. Yeah. I don't know, like I am very non non confrontational. So I would probably make a joke out of it. Yeah. Or well, I, I would just kind of take a step back from the friendship and let them reach out to you because look, if you take a step back, stop engaging with it, stop positive to positive reinforcement, stop, you know, even really chatting then maybe she'll reach out and be like hey what's wrong and that's the perfect opportunity for you to go actually I'm kind of sick of hearing rando things that are happening in your life that I know aren't true potentially in a less (laughs) rude way but like that you know that's not for everyone but that's probably I don't know look up to you it does sound like it's affecting you and I think like in terms of, like, protecting your own energy, like, option three is the easiest option. And yeah, because it's just taking a step back. Yeah, it's just been like, okay, like, I'm still going to be your friend, but, like, I'm not going to engage with these problems that I know aren't real. Yeah. I don't know. I think you really do have to make the decision on how you approach it based on how good of a friend she is. And, like, I love a lot of my friends a lot, but I don't. I think I would deal with the situation differently. Yeah. And also, like... If this girl is, like, your best friend, I think you do need to... Talk to her. Yeah. Yeah. Confront her. Mm. If she's just, like... It sounds like she's... If it's just a girl in your friendship group. Yeah. Which is why I think it is just a girl that is in your friendship group. Yeah. It does sound like she's a good friend, but... How much can you be friends with someone who's a compulsive liar? Yeah. Like, how good is that friendship? If you kind of have to write a whole paragraph on why you don't like them. Yeah. I can't write a whole paragraph on why I don't like Ellen. <laughs> Dot points, maybe. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think what I did when I had... So, my friend who was a compulsive liar, like, I kind of knew... Well, obviously, I knew. Um, And I remember I called her out on this one lie one time because she literally lied to my mum about the most stupid thing. And I, like, brought it up later and I was like, oh, like, why did you lie about that? And she was just like, oh, like, yeah, I don't know. I just got confused. So the confrontation but, method. Yeah, but it was like mild confrontation. Yeah. But I was, you, you knew that. Yeah. yeah, but I was kind of like, 
I'm on to you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. But I think I mainly took the, look, we're not friends anymore. I think I mainly took the third option and just, like, didn't engage with. Yeah, the behaviour. Like, if she'd tell me a problem that I knew just wasn't real, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that does suck. Mm. And, yeah, just not engage. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a good approach. I just yeah. think that you should just reflect on the friendship yeah. and just be like, well, do I need to handle this delicately or do I need to handle it this way? And also, like, is this going to affect your relationship with other people? I don't yeah. Know. But I'm thinking sounds like third option. Yeah. Potentially start off with the third option. And then if you feel like nothing's really coming from it, then move on to yeah. section. But you definitely one. won't be as annoyed by it because you're not. Like, you're protecting your own energy and you're not, like, trying to help all these imaginary problems. Yeah, and it, it goes back to that whole thing of, like, we we get so caught up in other people's problems and other people start pissing us off. And it's like, why? Like, why do we put up with it? Yeah. You know, it's like... It's like... It's the same with social media. We are talking about this... Ellen and I were talking about this the other day. Um, basically, why we follow accounts yeah. that we know we don't like the content yeah. for. And it's like, sometimes we just follow them because we like bitching about them. And it is such a waste of time. And it also just brings so much negativity into your life. Yeah. And if this person is causing you to every time you see posts yeah. go like oh my god this is really frustrating me and it's really angering me and like you know maybe it's time to kind of take a step back because we really don't have time in our day to think yeah for half an hour about how someone's being annoying protect your good vibes and only engage with the positive aspects of her yeah like if if you love her in group yeah. settings then maybe it just take a step step back from one on one time and if you don't really like her um like what she posts on social media maybe she posts like you yeah. know stuff about her random illnesses on social media maybe just like turn off notifications and don't really see that stuff obviously if she's a friend don't unfollow her cuz that could, <laughs> don't block her <laughs> yeah that could cause some shit but maybe just turn off notifications or don't click on her insta story or yeah. maybe just try and remove yourself from that aspect of her and then engage with her in in more positive ways, like potentially in group settings or even one-on-one. Maybe she, you guys have a really good vibe one-on-one, but it's when she's around other people that she kind of over-exaggerates. Look, do activities where she can't complain. Take her to noisy nightclubs. Honestly, like... <laughs> she's not going to be able to <laughs> Surround her by noisy things yeah. and she just can't say anything. She Every time she in. starts talking about a problem, just blast some music. Yeah, and yeah. Dancing. Oh, dance party, dance party. <laughs> yeah look could work could work but good luck with it and feel free to keep us updated yes please do i want to know what happens with this girl Mm. also maybe let us talk her instagram oh we didn't talk about the suggesting she sees someone for issues well i did mention it at the beginning because i was like potentially she has something wrong that's an option in the confrontation option if you confront her recommend it potentially recommend that she sees someone yeah look i don't know i don't know how we have different perspectives on how serious this could be as like a whether it's personality or a mental mm. thing cuz i originally would be like oh well maybe there is something seriously wrong if you feel the need to always compulsively lie but you know yeah. it could just be like her with a huge ego yeah i know suss it out yeah all right have fun thank has you it's been a long time but has gone really quickly yeah, we just like kind of reflected on how long it was and it's basically taken us an hour to do this. 
And it felt like about 20 minutes. Yeah, literally. Life in Evie Nellon's <laughs> This is us constantly. Shows how much we can talk shit. <laughs> literally. We probably could have answered, like, those questions for a solid another hour. Yeah. Um, but congratulations if you've made it all the way through this podcast. I say you deserve medal. <laughs> Look, keep asking questions, guys, because... We yeah. don't care how crazy they are. Everything is anonymous. Yeah. You can write in the most bizarre kind of shit and we'll yeah. probably still answer it. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon I want some juicy sex confessions. Yep. Juicy sex confessions. Juicy uh, fetish confessions. <laughs> look, I'm impartial on that one, but Ellen's super keen. Um, Just honestly, any- my own experience. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, anything from friendship relationship boys girls ellen loves to throw in a good psych yeah in there and there. we love a good like uh social media chat Ooh. if you've got a question about that yeah look i'm all we about love to rant about influencers <laughs> and i'm all about that politics life but i understand maybe this is not the space <laughs> but anyway also if you want to leave us any feedback um yeah because we kind of are debating right now with the whole podcast versus vlog thing. I know Ellen put it on her Instagram. We had a lot of responses saying that we should do a podcast. So that's why this is our voices only. But, you know, if you're missing our faces because you're not seeing us around uni, <laughs> because it's summer or like because we're nipping off to Bali, you won't see us. Should we do a Bali app? We don't know. Should we, get, should we do a Bali app? Oh, I don't know. That I would be so. pretty funny. So let us know the style that you prefer. I don't know. We might not be good on tape. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? We have a lot of, like, ideas visually for <laughs> vlogs, but potentially might not work out. Um, oh, and also we're going to set up an Instagram for... A special Instagram for the podcast. Guys, we're going viral. <laughs> Should we have TikTok as well? <laughs> so keep an eye out for our new Instagram. Everything, I'm sure, will be on our existing Instagrams. Yeah. Like, as in where to find stuff. Yeah. And everything. But keep using the link. Keep giving us <laughs> feedback. Stop messaging us your problems and start putting them in writing. Stop. Honestly, if you... Try and talk to us about a problem. We're going to be like, uh-uh. cool, cool. Um, where's the podcast submission? <laughs> uh, see. Uh, we start giving people advice and recording it at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So can you just repeat that problem for Sometimes us? we have conversations and we're literally like, damn, we should have recorded this. <laughs> it's great content. <laughs> okay. No Thanks for listening. All right. Bye, guys.